This is your wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a You forgot to turn your mic on. Try it again. Hey. There you go. It's Friday. It's Friday. You going to start it over? Right. We still don't I have the yo, 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 yo's, though. All right, try it. Good morning, USA. It's Friday. Yes. Angelie is in building today. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Why? Well, thank is everything God. okay? Thank God you're here with a gift for me. I walked in today. Angelique was like, yes! I said, oh, you excited to see me? She said, no, the box in your hand, that's for me. Wow. <laughs> great, 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 great. I can't get my headphones to work. Uh, maybe you should get some real headphones that work. Well, maybe you should give me the ones that you're wearing that are mine. It's COVID. I can't share anything <laughs> with you right now. I'm sorry. But yes, it's Friday, Friday, Friday. The weekend is here. Hopefully you had a great uh, day yesterday over here on the East Coast. The weather was beautiful. Hit um, 70, I think, 2 degrees yesterday. My wife decided, she says, I always see you ride the bike. I want to go riding with you. Mm-hmm. I said, sure. So, you know, we went riding. I took her on a scenic tour. She was like, I don't want to see scenic. I want to ride. I said, okay. So we, we we went up those Jersey Hills. I turned around one time. She was walking the bike up the hill. <laughs> she was I really cursing. Because your wife is more fit than you are. Yeah, but, you know, to sometimes riding the bike doesn't mean that you're actually fit fit in, in shape. <laughs> you said it. Right. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of people that are overweight that I ride with or that I, I see riding Damn. on W. Aren't those your friends? <laughs> <laughs> nah, some of the people, I don't, I don't know a lot of people because when you ride, when you when you ride your bike, you, you ride with people that you necessarily don't know. You have the same ride, the same goals. And these dudes be blowing it past me. Like, Hey. Cr- like crazy, <laughs> uh, maybe <a> bad <laughs> choice you, of words. But you do this on purpose. They be uh, I don't want to say riding. They be moving, all right. They be moving past me. And they be overweight. Like they they be they'll have some weight on them, but they have their leg power is absolutely positively strong. So okay. um, yesterday she almost passed out. So I don't know what time she's gonna get up today. <laughs> last night she fell asleep like a baby. I was getting nothing. I, she was knocked out, but it's all good. But we rode together, so that that was pretty dope. Now, Angelie is showing me some jacket that she made me purchase for her. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I haven't been really shopping at all during this pandemic, so they sent me a picture of this little windbreaker, and I was like, you know what? I think I gotta treat myself just a little bit. I've been dealing with all kinds of investments right now. I haven't really bought myself anything. I talked myself into it, and I have one friend. You know how we all have that one friend that loves to shop so I sent it to her, and she was like, do they have another one? And that's, that's what made you buy it? Yeah, it kind of encouraged me. She's the type of person, if I go shopping with her, I know I'm going to spend way more than I intended because she ends up buying a bunch of stuff, and then I feel like, damn, I kind of want to shop too. And she's like, just get it. It's so nice. Just get it. You're not going to be able to find it again, and you're going to regret it. And so she enables me. So Yee calls me and says it's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on a, a call. I get off the call because I think something happened. I said, what's going on? Everything all right? Everything all right with the juice ball? She goes, yeah, there's a jacket that just came in. I need you to get for me and ship it to your house. I said, wow. that's the emergency? She said, yes, that's very important. Great. There's no tax in Jersey. Thanks, Envy. Thanks. Great, great. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Woo! 
The Wall Street Trapper will be joining us this morning. Shout out to the Earn Your Leisure family. He'll be joining us. He's all about investing. He he got locked up and learned how to invest in jail. and In the stock market. In the stock market, yes. And he does pretty well and he tries to encourage people to jump into the stock market. So we're going to be kicking it with him this morning. I love that because, you know, I've been doing a lot more in the stock market. I've been using this app called Public and it like, helps you invest in stocks. But you don't have to invest and buy full stocks. You know how some stocks will be like $1,000 or $500. Mm-hmm. You can actually invest like $25 or whatever amount you want to. So you can buy like partial stocks. Mm-hmm. And then they actually educate you on the different stocks. And there's different people. It's like a Twitter feed. So everybody just talks about stocks on this app. All right. Well, we'll get to that next front page news. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Come get it. Boy off and I don't All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne Here Gabby we are. Breakfast Club. Good morning. On this fine Friday. Nice of you to join us, Charlamagne. Well, nobody told you to be on time on a Friday. <laughs> Who's on time on a Friday? All right, well, let's get some front page news. Where are we starting, you? Well, yesterday, as the show was ending, I was talking about this shooting that took place in South Carolina. Horrible. And now there is more information of what happened. Uh, so basically, what happened was. Philip Adams, he's an ex-NFL player. He was the person that was suspected in the South Carolina shooting. They're saying that he struggled through injuries during his career. Uh, He played for six seasons in the NFL with the 49ers, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Falcons. And his father, Alonzo Adams, he identified himself as uh, Philip Adams' father, said that... uh, you know, I think the football messed him up. Oh, absolutely. It had to be some type of CTE. Yes. So we were talking about what happened with this killing. It was uh, all family members and one person that was working at the house, five people in total that were killed in South Carolina on Wednesday. And then Philip Adams actually died by suicide. They said it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Why Why that, why that house? Did he have a relationship They're with that They're trying to figure that or? out. They, you know, they don't know yet. They're trying to say that it's very puzzling but the people that were killed, Robert Leslie was the founder and medical director of Riverview House Calls and Riverview Hospice. And mm-hmm. um, according to the company's website, he got his medical medical degree from the Medical University of South Carolina. He and his wife had four adult children and eight grandchildren. So Damn. as you can imagine, this is really tough for their family. And we do want to send our condolences again. Yeah, prayers up for my South Carolina kinfolk. I also wonder, you know, uh, how, how, how intense are these studies around CTE? You know what I mean? Like, are, are, is real money being spent and real research being done on on, on CTE? Like, just I actually think so because they've been doing a lot yeah. to try to in, improve and. I've seen a lot of documentaries. They've been talking about a little it differently, like. even with the helmets. So, like, you know, in, in some they have like the um, the cushions on top of the helmets. Mm-hmm. They don't allow you to tackle until like one week before. Like, they try to do things for it. I don't know how you know if, if it's working or not, but they definitely try. Because you just don't hear about it that much. You know what I mean? Until and even when something like this happens, that's not something that really comes up. I haven't heard that in the conversation yet. Right. Yeah, the only reason I hear about it so much is because I got kids that play football, and it's totally different than when Logan was young playing football. Now, when Jackson's young playing football, they it, it's totally different. Mm. So many rules and regulations. All right, and then another shooting that happened. Goodness gracious! And this was yesterday afternoon. A gunman killed one person and wounded at least five others. Four of them critically. This was at a cabinet manufacturer in Bryan, Texas. They believe the gunman is an employee of that company, Kentmore Cabinets. Uh. He fled before police arrived, but later was taken into custody. His name is Larry Ballin. And according to the release, he's 27 years old. He was taken into custody, and he has been charged with murder. 
So it's not known how long the suspect had been working at the company or what the motive was for the shooting. He used a handgun and they believe that he acted alone. Mm, 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 mm. Can you imagine? Like, what is going on? While all this is happening, Joe Biden, by the way, is going to do executive orders that are actually going to work on gun control. And here's what he had to say yesterday. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic and it's an international embarrassment. We should also ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country. For that 10 years we had it done, the number of mass shootings actually went down. And we should also eliminate gun manufacturers from the immunity they receive from the Congress. The only industry in America, a billion-dollar industry, that can't be sued are gun manufacturers. It's crazy that he has to do an executive order. Like there should have been like some strict gun legislation a long time ago. Like America's mm-hmm. on repeat when it comes to his problems, and America's on repeat when it comes to his so-called solutions. We know what the problems are. We see these mass shootings all the time, and then we hear the same old rhetoric from politicians all the time. We're on repeat. Right, and he is very limited on what he can do with his ex- executive orders when it comes to gun control actions. But we'll talk more about that later. This is your front page news. Yeah, I just think it's, it's certain protocols for certain thing, right? To be a police officer, you got to follow for a, a certain protocol. But to buy a gun, you just got to be 21. Mm. That don't make sense. No training? No training, no nothing. 21, you can purchase a handgun. That yeah, is, cops could use more training. That is crazy. Police officers could use a lot more training, too. You, mm-hmm. don't, even need a, you don't even need a permit to carry a handgun in Tennessee. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Man, what's going on? This Nick from Michigan, man. Nick, what's up? Get it off your chest. All right, I got three things. One. Charlamagne, you ain't never seen Selena? No, I've never <laughs> seen Selena. i never seen it either. Bro, bro, it's a classic. In, in Michigan, in like 04, the only way you could get a Hispanic female was to know Selena, Labamba, <laughs> Or I saw I saw La Bamba and I know Suavemente. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question though. What do you think? What do you think blew uh, J Lo up? What What made J Lo J Lo? Selena or her music? In living color. Well, I mean, of course, in Living Color, that was first. But I'm talking about, like, what took her to that 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 huge level? Selena or her music? I think it was Selena. Thank Nobody, you. I, no. I, I didn't know I didn't know J-Lo other than in Living Color until Selena came out. And I went to a Hispanic school. So everybody was walking around, Selena, everything. And if you didn't know the movie, bro, nobody was talking. Yeah, but J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez was not bigger than Selena. He went to a Spanish school, so that's what he Y'all did. Y'all keep like, moving the goalposts. No, I'm not. Yeah, Selena's yeah, based yeah, off a real character. People were excited that Selena got a movie. We, she didn't even get her name J-Lo until her music came out. And what guess who gave her her name? Jamos. Guess who gave her her name? A black man. Who cares about J-Lo and Jennifer Lopez? Give me a break. Oh, Hello? please. Hello? You've called her J-Lo way more than Jennifer Lopez. Hello? Shut up, man. Hello? Yeah, what up, man? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man, my name is Willie. I'm from Alabama, and I just wanted to get it off my chest that, you know, right now during the pandemic, it's a lot of business thriving right now, especially truck driving. So if you ain't in college or, you know, if you ain't really got a lot of stuff going on or you, you know, your job went down, truck driving, me and my dad, we started a trucking business, and, you know, this has been booming ever since. You know, I got real estate and everything going on. Congratulations, King. Get off my chest. And I got one more thing, Charlamagne and DJ Angie. Yes. Yes. 
No, I just, you know, I'm getting married next year also, too, man. So, you know, I, I got a beautiful wife. Her, her name is Keisha. And like I said, I hope that she's listening and everything just goes great, man. And, you know, God's will, man. I ho- I'm, I'm praying for you, King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I send, I send nothing but love and light to you and your, your future wife. <laughs> Thank you, man. All right, brother. Get a prayer for me, Charlamagne. I definitely will, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yo, yo, this is Mr. Dingo coming to you live and direct. What's up? What's Mr. up, Dingo, King? What up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, hey. Well, just want to get it off my chest, guys. First off, what's up? What's up? How y'all feeling? And uh, I'm happy. I'm black. I'm blessed. Kylie <laughs> favorite. Highly favored, yes, sir, that too. <laughs> but um, I just want to get off my chest, man. DJ MB, I am going to be a vendor at your amazing car show this July, and I want everybody to know about it, and y'all go see me there. Mr. Dingo and Dingo0925 Clothing will be in the building at DJ MB. Can you verify this? In July. What does Mr. Dingo sell? My assistant would have to verify it, but if he spoke to Mercedes. It's verified. Oh. Hey, I, hey, hey, it's verified. What <laughs> is Mr. Dingo, though? Uh-huh. With Dingo, the clothing brand is Dingo0925. We're streamer clothing brand. Dingo. That sounds okay. like gray sweatpants that come with the print already in them. That's, That's a great name. I got you, dog. I got you, dog. No, for I'm, 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 I want to design those. I want to design those gray sweatpants for men that come with the print already in it. That would be a great name for it. Dingo. And say Dingo right down the middle. I got you. Oh, my gosh. My goodness. All right. And well, the back of his say, is that all you? the car show, man, and being a vendor. You're going to be in front of 5,000 people as of right now. Uh, as soon as Georgia opens up, it'll probably be 10,000. And I appreciate you, man. The car show July 3rd. Limited tickets are available if you want to see what your favorite celebrities drive. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be a big family fun day. Go ahead, man. Shout out. You did already, but shout out. Hey, y'all. That's right. That's right. So if you guys catch me this July at DJ Emmy's car show, and y'all make sure y'all follow Dingo0925 at Instagram. It's D N G O. D I N G O. D I N G O. D I N G O. And Dingo was his name, yo. All right. But, yeah, shout out to everybody that got their tickets for the car show. We're going to have some fun, man. The whole family's going. Bring your family. Bring your kids. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Hello, who's this? Suavamente. What's going on, baby? What's up, Emmy? What up? Why you call me baby, man? That's you know why he weird. call you baby. <laughs> Stop you acting like he. Because you, you got that pink on this morning. That's why. you look cute. salmon. little cute self. Yeah, you're, good morning, y'all. You be my fish. Can, can he talk? Uh, He's got flirting <laughs> with you, on your entry to the Hall of Fame. Also want to thank, thank you, sir. for holding me down for the past 10 years. You guys want my taste of home in Japan and England before I retired, so I appreciate you. Oh, wow. That's what Love, it is. Japan and England. When I was driving on the flight line, putting planes in the air. Okay, also, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah, every thanks for putting up a bookshelf in Jesus for Life and allowing folks like me to put a book on them. All you cats out there, time you visit 277 Mountains Boulevard, Wait, your, what book is your book that's on the bookshelf? Uh, Classified Encounters. I sent it up there a couple of times. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, Charlamagne, I'm on my put, put the weed in the baggage right now trying to promote my new venture and push products for some other veterans out there to let me. That's what I'm talking about, my brother. And for everybody out there, he's not talking about weed. He's talking about a chapter in my first book, Black Privilege, where I tell you about the process of life. You can't skip the process. So the process is putting the weed in the bag before you hit them streets to go get money. So salute to that king. Well, Marlo, thank you for for, for checking yeah, in this morning, brother. 
Real, real quick, real quick. Let me uh, push that site for you real quick. Okay. So it's uh, mdmhightstandard.com, mdmhighstandard.com, mdmhighstandard.com, got some slides, slide stuff for you on there. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. And yeah, uh, shout to uh, Juices for Life. That's uh, Ye and I and uh, Styles P and a host of others. Juice Store in Brooklyn. It's 277 Malcolm X Boulevard in Brooklyn. You can always join and get your fresh juice, get your sea moss, whatever you need to be healthy. And Angela Yee came up with an idea to put up a, a, a bookshelf where, you know, people I wanted can, a little library. Yeah, a little library where you can read a book and then bring a book and people can continue to decipher or the circle of continue to read. So that was a great idea. A lot of people love that. They can pick up a book, read it, bring it back, and then another person picks it up. So it's, that yeah, well, hopefully people start dope. actually bringing the books back when they take them. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. But I do refresh the bookshelf all the time. I was actually just there two days ago. I always put new books on the bookshelf. We got a ton of books up here that we can... Yeah, most of the books in. there are actually the books Envy didn't take home. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. It's for the juice bar. There you go. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes. And, you know, we are going to give you an update on what's happening with DMX. It's not looking like good news, but we will keep you updated <sighs> Do we have a real update and not one of these? Everybody want to be first to report things. Which uh, I don't understand why. Why? I have no idea, bro. It's the, we live in a very weird era. It's a nasty ass microwavable era, bro. Well, we'll give you first hand information from DMX's manager. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. All right. Well, there's been a lot of things floating around about DMX. I saw a lot of people posting their condolences and rest in peace. But DMX's manager, Steve Rifkin, actually has updated information about what's happening. Here's what he said. Please stop with posting with these rumors. DMX is still alive. Yes, he is <laughs> on life support. But please it's not helping anybody by having seen these false rumors. Let the family relax for a night. You will be hearing a statement from the family sometime tomorrow. I really don't understand people's desire or need to rush to say that DMX has passed away. Like, what's the point? Like, does social media give out some perks that I don't know about if you're the first with this kind of news? Makes no sense. <laughs> okay. It makes no sense. I, I never understand. Why, why do you have to be first? Like, let the family say what happens, and then we go from there. We don't know. And by the way, it, 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 it's not about being right either. It's about having the coof, as we just said, to let the family say something first. Do you understand people like X have real loved ones who want to know what's going on if they don't know already and they don't want to get that news from social media? No, X have, I think X has what? 15 kids 15 or something? 15 kids, like, 15, 16 kids. kids yeah. children. Like, yeah, you don't want, no, let, let his family do that first and then we can go after. Like, but come on, and this proves But you can always post your love and support. Yes. For DMX, but yes, just chill out till the family releases a statement. And this proves black people can be culture vultures too. We get mad at white media for exploiting our pain, but y'all doing the same thing by rushing to be first to report DMX is dead when he's not. And then the post, what the posted yesterday was so disrespectful. Oh, that was silly. Come oh, that on, was man. a couple of days ago, yeah. And I actually, when I first saw that article, I was like, that's real tacky. Like to talk about that. They said the woman who wrote the article is getting death threats now and they somebody posted her home address and everything. It's not even and it's not even that it's just tacky. What is the point of reporting on houses that were for that DMX foreclosed on or that, whatever? For why? At a time like this. What does that have anything. to do with this story? It make no sense. All right, Master P in the meantime spoke to TMZ and he says that he feels DMX's overdose could have been prevented. Here's what he said. I just hate that we have to wait till something happen to one of us before everybody really 
start saying how much they care and they love you. I mean, we got to figure out how to prevent that. Imagine all the stuff that we could have prevent for DMX to help him. And I feel like hip hop needs some type of union. The NBA wow. have it. What happened when the guy fall off? You yeah. know, after he done sold millions and millions of records, even a female, what happened? We need that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Pete for the most part, but I still think there's a false narrative going around that people haven't been trying to get DMX help for years. Like, that really has to offend somebody like Swiss, you know, but not just Swiss, you know. Earl Simmons has real people around him, real family, family who love him. Yeah, who, 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 yeah, yeah, a bunch of people around him that love him. And who don't and haven't enabled him. Addiction is a real war, and I call it a war because you may win some battles throughout your life, but you might ultimately lose the war. So I just don't know why people have this false narrative that people haven't been trying to assist DMX for years. Yeah, it's really hard to force somebody is unless they want to get the help and it's not easy. Correct. Mm -hmm. You can't make anybody do anything. Mm -hmm. All right, Princess Estate is going to release a lost 2010 album called Welcome to America and that's going to be coming out in July. Y'all know I'm a big Prince fan. He's my favorite artist of all time. So it's a never before heard album from of unreleased music. It's going to be 12 tracks that were recorded in 2010 and it's coming out July 30th. Seems like a, you know me stop. Seems what? like a money grab. It's his estate that's putting yeah, it out. If Prince and I want to hear. Out, he would have put that music out. Like, Prince, we was a private person. Like, all the stuff that they're doing for Prince, I don't think he would have wanted that. And people say it all the time. His friends around him say it all the time, right? Maybe I, I'm wrong. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. People are saying that. But. <laughs> I didn't know Prince. Those people know Prince way better than me. I and yeah, know. I couldn't tell you if he would not want it to come out. And but Prince made so much music that I'm sure that he has, and he wrote so much music for other artists. He had different names that he was writing music under. There's so many things mm -hmm. that people didn't even know Prince wrote. So I'm sure he has like a plethora of songs that never came out that could still come out. He wrote a lot for J Lo too, from what I was told. Stop it. Man, shut For up. <laughs> what? Don't listen to him. All right, and PNB Rock is not happy that he signed a deal. He posted to Atlantic Records on Instagram, I want to buy out of this BSS deal y'all got me in. Y'all been making millions off me for years, haven't gave me one mil yet. So... You know, he's been having some issues, I guess, with the label and wants to get up. He said, I want to buy out. And he wants, he said the worst thing he did was sign this deal. Damn. Yeah. All right. And Envy, is still a chance for you to get on Bridgerton. You know, Reggae Jean no, Page, there's more information about why. <laughs> They've been calling me. He turned down Bridgerton season two. Now, according to the Hollywood Reporter, he was offered a lucrative deal to return for season two. He turned it down because he's got a lot of things happening. Apparently, he's been filming many projects uh, as of late. He'll be in the, uh, the Gray Man from the Russell Brothers and Paramount's Dungeons and Dragons. He's booked and busy, okay? Then they offered him to come and star in just three to five episodes, like guest star, and they were going to give him 50000 per episode. That's a smack in the face. He still turned that down. That's the biggest show on Netflix history, and you give the star only 50000 an episode? Yeah, you know what? No, no, no. It. But that was just because he turned down initially returning to the show. Oh, okay. And then they said, we'll give you 50000 to just do three to five episodes. We'll give you 50000 per episode to just guest come in and be on. Well, I don't know who's out there listening who does that show, but 50000 I, I could do that. I, I believe her name work. is Shonda Rhimes. Bro, 50000 an episode is a lot of money, by the way. I, I could take that. Especially if he's not even like, he's just, what you say, he's just showing up every now and then? Well, no, yeah, they offered him that when he turned down coming back for season two. Oh, gotcha. And then they said, we can, you can just do three to five episodes and we'll pay you per episode. But Oh, so that means he was getting paid less for season one then? 
I don't know what they got, but season uh. one, I would assume, you know, it is the most watched stream show on Netflix they now. They should have given him a bag. Right. But y'all, you don't know that before, when you but do until, the show. Yeah, but you don't yeah, know how now, it's going to do. That's why but I, now I, you know. You get more, the second season. Not 50,000 episodes. I think it should be way more than that. He's the star of the show. You know what I mean? 50,000 is a lot of money for uh, starring in a show, bro. I don't think not for him, not for the biggest show. And on how, how many show, how many episodes is it? Let's say if it, they said three. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how much he got paid last season. So do the math. What's thirteen times fifty thousand? But they're saying for this, just to do three to five episodes, they would pay him fifty thousand. Yeah. Okay, that's a quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's the it's the most watched show on Netflix, and Netflix has been known to pay a lot of money, and he is the star. You don't think he should get more than that? All right, guys. Fifty thousand. We got to keep it moving. Pretty good. That's your rumor report. <laughs> I don't think for that for him. Anyway. But I would take the fifty thousand. We know. Just put it out there. I, you know. <laughs> I, you I, just I, said it's not a lot for him. Not but for him, you? He's, the, he's the star. But for, I, I'll but then you that. would be the star. I mean, I, if and you got to value people yourself. People got to start watching it. You got to like, value sure yourself watch more. It. If they watch it, then, then I am. But if nobody watches it and, and the ratings go down, then you just said that's not enough for him. But if you start in it, you would take it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Front page news next, what we talk about? Uh, well, imagine if in order for you to return to college, you have to get a COVID-19 vaccine. That is what's the, rea- the reality right now. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to sleep great? Let Mattress Firm sleep experts match you to your perfect mattress. I found mine. Visit mattressfirm.com or a mattress firm near you to find your perfect mattress. Brought to you by Mattress Firm. Rest assured, we'll find the right bed for you. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlotte, what are you looking like there, Charlamagne? I'm I'm looking at this Bridgerton thing, just looking at this counting this guy. Have you watched Bridgerton? No. You need to. No, I just it's care about the business of it. It's a great show. Yeah. And the, it looks amazing. It's just a the, show. Really, really the good show. The costumes, the yeah, setting, got, everything. He was asked to be on five episodes with 50 grand each. He's just guest starring. I don't know. All right, well, let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting you? Well, a growing number of colleges and universities are requiring that students get the COVID-19 vaccine in order to be welcomed back to campus. So far, at least eight colleges have said the vaccine will be required, and they do expect that number will grow. Can they do that? Can they make I guess students they can. take the vaccine to go to class? Because I mean, the colleges didn't they used to do that when you had to go to school when you were younger? Didn't you have to get certain? Yeah, there were certain shots that you had. to Yeah, do. isn't that the same thing? Well, let's be honest, the vaccine hasn't really been proven. proven That's right? the thing. You know, we don't know the side effects. It's only been less than a year. Nigga, right? you don't got two of them, and you saying that? <laughs> I'm an adult. These people are adults too. This is college. Just, nah, most college kids, students are 17, 18, 19, 20. Man, they go up to twenty two, right? Yeah, no, twenty one. If you can buy alcohol, you're an adult. Yeah, but 17-year-olds so, going to college, and I don't know if I want my 17-year-old child or my 18-year-old teen to, to take the to take this yet. I did it because I'm moving and grooving, and I'm out and about. You make, you're making grooving. no sense right now. <laughs> okay. You have to show and prove through actions I'm and deeds. I'm a grown-ass man. Exactly. This so thing, I'm watching this. your actions. You've been on this radio saying how you've gotten the vaccine. I have. These young, impressionable kids are like, well, Envy got it, I'm going to go get it, too. I'm a grown-ass so man. So now That's you can't backtrack. You're a grown-ass man no, begging to be on Bridgerton. You are begging to be on Bridgerton, Actually, they're calling me now. No, they what happens. <laughs> what's the number? I'm not gonna tell you. Like I heard they calling you to number. be they, they calling you to be on Black Ink Crew the new season of that. That I that I definitely heard. I passed on that one. I don't know why. You come in here with black ink on your face every day, <laughs> you might as well get paid for it. I passed on that one. Actually not a bad idea. You know how they do microblading oh, for your goodness. eyebrows? They could do that for your beard uh-huh. with the microblading, how they like fill it out and it's like a tattoo. Man, ain't nobody tattoo. got time to be staining their blade up on that ink. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, now let's talk about the Derek Chauvin trial because, you know, every day we're giving you updates of what happened. And yesterday, Dr. Martin Tobin, who is a physician in pulmonary and critical care medicine, testified. He is the expert. And he talked about why... Uh, he talked about what happened when George Floyd was on the ground and how he actually died from a low level of oxygen. Mr. Floyd died from a low level of oxygen. The main forces that are going to lead to the shallow breath are going to be that he's turned prone on the street, that he has the handcuffs in place combined with the street, and then that he has a knee on his neck, and then that he has a knee on his back and on his side. All of these four forces are ultimately going to result in the low tidal volume, which gives you the shallow breaths. Oh, Lord. Now, Derek Chauvin, for his defense, they were trying to claim that it could have been from the drugs that were in George Floyd's no. system that could have caused it. But Dr. Tobin actually rebutted with this. If fentanyl is having an effect and is causing depression of the respiratory centers, the centers that control breathing, that's going to result in a decrease in the respiratory rate. And it's shown that with fentanyl, you expect a 40% reduction in the respiratory rate. So with fentanyl, his respiratory rate should be down at around 10. Instead of that, it's right in the middle of normal. So basically, it tells you there isn't fentanyl on board. Hey, man, whatever it takes to get George Floyd justice, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. But I'm so sick of y'all white people taking the stand, using these big words to describe what we all saw. Yes, Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd. Choked him out. We saw it. Stop playing with our emotions. Stop gaslighting us and let justice be served. Jesus. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, we have the Wall Street Trapper join, joining us. Tell him who the Wall Street Trapper is, man. I like this guy. He's a young man uh, from, I believe, New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> you might have heard him on 85 South Show. You might have heard him on Earn Your Leisure Podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, he was he got locked up. Uh, for doing things that you do, we shouldn't be doing as a as a kid. But when he was in jail, he learned about stocks from somebody in jail, and he became this guy that invests and makes a lot of good money doing it. But he encourages people to get into the stock industry, not just people, game. black people, black people to get in the stock industry and the stock game and to learn stocks. And he's going to be here next, and we're going to talk to him. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the Breakfast Club. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. The Wall Street Trapper. What up, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Family, how everybody doing? Blessed, right. black, and highly favored, That's man. That's a fact. Now, now, for people who don't know who the Wall Street Trapper is... You might have heard him on the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Earn Your Leisure podcast. Shout out to my I think brothers. I missed you. Was you... I missed you that week, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, um, I go back home a lot, so I had went back to New Orleans to be with my daughter when you came. Yeah, yeah, I missed definitely you that week. Definitely talked to Matt about um, talking to you about that, though, definitely. Yeah, so let's... have been on 85 South Show. Shout mm -hmm. out to um, Carlos and the crew, That's man. Right. I appreciate those guys, DC, man. Chico, Chad, yeah, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, 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 for So real. let's break down why you the Wall Street trapper. Well, man, first and foremost, let me say this, man. Charlotte, man, I want to tell you, man, I appreciate you, brother. You the first black man I ever heard talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, just coming from where I'm from in New Orleans, man, you know, I saw my mom get shot when I was nine. Um, I wound up going to prison at 16 for shooting a man. And just being in the hood, coming up in the streets, man, you, you never know how how trauma affects you. Mm -hmm. So I really got a therapist now, man. Wow. So I, 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 I want to tell you, man, I appreciate you for that. Love, King. For real, I appreciate Love. you for that. Um, yeah, just the Wall Street trap, a man grew up in New Orleans, man. Some of my moms get shot, went to prison, all that stuff. Um, my story ain't no different to too many other people, but just in prison, I got introduced to stocks. 
uh, white guy told me this. I had just had a fight with two of my so-called friends, man. Um, and he had a look of frustration on his face, right? And he was just like, man, y'all playing the wrong game. And in my mind, I'm like, how are we playing the wrong game? Are you in here with me? Word. <laughs> but he told me some profound stuff, man. He said, so in, I had a red band on. So in the wall, this red band means attempt murder, murder, on robber, carjacking, violent offense. Mm-hmm. And he had a red and white band on, which means he was going to the feds. And he was like, I can almost promise you you're in here for something less than $100,000. And I was like, for sure. And he was like, well, I embezzled $2.8 million from my company, paid restitution to 800000 I still kept $2 million. I'm only doing 18 months. He was like, how much time you have? I was 16 at the time. I had wow. 10 years. Mm. He was like, now you understand. I was like, man, you lying, man. You ain't got that much money. One thing about being in prison, you always have your paperwork with you. So he mm-hmm. showed me his paperwork. I see it in black and white. He's showing me the places he's been to, and I'm like, yo, I need to play that game. Like, what is that? And he was just like, listen, one of the first things you got to stop doing is, like, stop trading your time for money. Start learning to make your money work for you. Mm-hmm. And then he tells me wealthy people invest in stocks, they start a business, and then they buy real estate. You do those three things, your life will change. Mm-hmm. So the rest of my 10 years, I dedicated myself to like, yo, I just got to learn how to play it. Started dedicating myself to reading. And I was like, damn, like this this different. I see a bunch of white men making a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like, why have I never been taught this? Like, why we never taught this? Mm -hmm. And just coming back home from prison, um, Mike Tyson said the best, man. Everybody got a plan till they get punched in the face. face. Right. So I got back home. I got this idea. I see it. But how do I get money? Like, I get back in the streets. That's what I know how to do. My grams went to the feds. My mom like, this is what I know how to do. This is my environment. Mm-hmm. No matter what I know, I got to get money. So I get back in the streets, man, and just in that whole process, I'm like, all right, cool. This is what it is. My mind, I'm going to just use my hustle money to invest in the stock market. Like, this how I'm thinking it's going to work. Kind of didn't go that way. I catch another charge. Uh, the fed, uh, the narcs kick my doing, 10 pounds of weed, $10,000. Um, I was facing another 35 years. That cost me $60,000. So everything that I had invest, I mean, it worked for in the streets, I had done lost it again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, just God came to me one day and he was like, man, you playing the wrong game. Like, and it just, I had an epiphany. So I was like, all right, cool. So I still didn't get it though because I got back in the streets, but this time I couldn't hustle. So I started robbing, you know, hustlers. Like that's the next best thing for me in my mind. Like the streets is what I know how to do. Um, and then I just, like, all right, let me do something then. So I just started reading it again. I always was a smart dude. So I'm like, all right, let me just try it then. So I started really getting into it. Like, all right, yo, this makes sense. Like, damn, I see why they don't teach us this. This is powerful. Like, 70% of everything that we use and consume with our money is on the stock market. Mm-hmm. And I started teaching my homies. And I was like, all right, look, how do I make it realistic to them? How do I make them tap into it? Mm-hmm. Right? So I can't talk to everybody, but I can talk to street dudes. Like, I can talk to them. So I'm like, yo, check this out. If you go do a bid, which is going to happen, what do you come home to? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get back in the streets. You got to get it out the mud again. So if you had money invested for you, when you come home, you got money. You don't got to ask nobody for no handout. Like, so let's start thinking bigger picture now. What happens if you get killed in the street? Because most of us either go to jail or we get killed. What do you leave your kids? Like, let's start making it make sense. So the goal for me was to never tell you get out the streets. It was to start saying, yo, let's start thinking about our family now. 
Like, let's start thinking about something bigger than us. And nobody never came to us like that. So that was my whole avenue. And so the Wall Street Trap was me just saying, let me turn the trap over into something positive mm -hmm. instead of always being about dope, instead of always being about hustling. And I knew my voice for who I was talking to. I never wanted to talk to nobody else. Wow, so you didn't go to school or nothing. You just read nah, material? I just read. I just read. What were some of the books you read? Uh, So... I'm gonna lie, the first thing I read was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Great, right? great read. Um, and the reason why was because it wasn't actually an investment book, it was a mindset shift. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that have to happen to us in the street is we gotta start looking at money different, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times with me, what happened with me was I stopped looking at money as something I needed and I started saying, yo, what I really want is the time. And then ultimately I had a freedom that I want, right? So I was like, I need to do that. So I just started learning how to analyze businesses, right? So Wall Street is this big old machine that prints money every day, all day. I just got to know how to operate the machine. If I learn how to operate the machine, I got a job forever. And a job is just to produce freedom for myself mm. and then let my daughter not start inheriting freedom. So my daughter, five years old now, she got six figures invested. I've been investing since she was one. Like, let's normalize Same. that. Right. You know I think it's great, especially for your daughter, that you started a bank account. They've done studies that show that when kids have a bank account at an early age, they tend to be way better with money later on in life. Nah, that's a fact. Like, so for me, my daughter doesn't even have a bank account. She got what's called a custodial account, but that's smart, ye. Here's why. You put your money in a bank, the bank then takes your money. So let's look at it like this. Mm -hmm. You put $1,000 in the bank. The bank, once you open that bank account, the bank can say, yo, we legally can take 90% of that money and do what we want to do with it, fractional yep. reserve banking, mm -hmm. right? And you don't know, you're like, all right, cool, but they've taught us, yo, let's just sit, the bank is the safest place to put your money. They've That's taught they us say, that. Right. So the bank gonna say, okay, Trap, let me take that thousand. Charlemagne needs a thousand. Charlemagne, we can give you $900 at this, I call it your adult report cost, so your credit score, whatever that is. We'll give you that based on this. You mm -hmm. pay me interest on that. He takes that 900 he does what he does. He go pay it to you, Envy. You take the 900. You put it in the bank. The bank now take that same 900. They take 800, lend it to somebody else. Right? So they're going to make a whole lot of money off that. So if they can't... 10% off Charlemagne's interest. And they only give you 0.1% off I was about to say that off yours. But then they're going to also say, yo, you know what? Since nobody don't want to take this money, we don't got nobody to give it to. Let's go put it in the stock market. Mm -hmm. Right? So now we, we asked out, and they're going to give you 50 cent at the end of the year. Right? So how do we leverage it? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Let me now say, I'm going to put my own money in the stock market, right? And I'm going to own the same bank. I'm going to own Chase Bank, right? I'm going to get Chase Bank to pay me dividends. I'm going to get those dividends to buy me more stock in Chase Bank, right? So now I've not only got the bank to pay me, I've also got ownership in the bank. I've turned the bank into my own trap house. All right, we got more with the Wall Street Trapper. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Wall Street Trapper. How much time does it take you to master the stock market? How often are you on it? Are you on it all day long? Are you trading all day? Mm -hmm. So there's different there's different components in how you play the game, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things I tell people is like, Wall Street looks like us now, right? Like, it, it don't look like the image we had before, mm -hmm. right? We added it all, whether you're trading, Forex, I love, so my portfolio is 80% buy and hold. And I think everybody should start there, right? And why you should start there is because- buy and hold is, a lot of people don't know what that means. Yeah, so buy and hold is simply finding a great business, owning it, and just holding it. Long distance. Long investment. distance, right? Long term, so, long term. Long term. Yeah. Long distance, yeah, long term. Yeah, long term. So what happens is, like Nipsey said it best, and I just use it in everything. Like, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. Like. 
So we looking at the 40-yard dash. How can I get rich fast? Not understanding that we didn't get into this situation overnight. So lo- a long term would be like a, explain, like an so, app. So you buy an app. So, so and we're not saying to buy any of these. No, no, no. telling you what a long term would be. Yeah, I'm definitely not a financial advisor. Yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I say is look for three things in a business. It doesn't take long to understand a business, right? Look for three things. You want a business who you can see being around for the next 10 years. Longevity. Longevity, right? You want a business that is producing cash flow, mm-hmm. right? And then you also want a business that has a competitive edge. So let's break that down. What is a competitive edge? What does the business has over its competitors that says it can't go out of business, right? So one of the things that I love is a business that has l- lifetime customers, a business like Apple, right? So Apple has what's called this, it has two types of moats. It's a switching moat and a branding moat. Switching moat says that because I have this iPhone, what's the possibilities of me going to an Android? Slim to none. Why? Because everything I does probably is connected to the Apple cloud. So my phone is on it, my computer is on it, my laptop, everything I have. So for now, for me to go to another phone, I got to take all of that off of there to go somewhere else. The chances of me doing that is slim to none. Correct. Right? Brand uh, Switching moat. Another thing is like a branding moat, right? So what is a branding moat? When you think about a name, this name sticks out. You think about this. When people think about a shirt with a collar, what do they call it? Polo, Mm -hmm. right? Branding moat. When a company name now becomes synonymous with an object, right? So it's not hard to get in it. The thing is getting you in and then just start understanding, yo, what 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 does a good company look like? So I have these five rules I go by, and I call them rules, R-U-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. The R stands for reason. What is the reason that I'm at this company for? How did I get here? The U, do I understand it? Like, do I understand how this business actually makes money? Right? That's important. E is expansion. Can I see the business expanding without selling off assets? At McDonald's, right? You're going to say real estate. Long time. <laughs> years ago, I would think McDonald's was a great business, right? Mm-hmm. But now, with everything turning healthy, mm-hmm. uh with people not necessarily wanting to go out as much. Mm-hmm. McDonald's don't really deliver. You got to go through Uber Eats. Your fries come cold. Mm-hmm. It's not as desirable. Is that still a long-term investment? So now you look at it as this way. Again, I'm not telling nobody to invest yeah, yeah, in I'm McDonald's. Not nobody out yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So now you look at it like this, okay. Who's the number one fast food business in the world? McDonald's probably. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. right? People still love the brand. Right, the world is opening back up. You can go to any McDonald's right now. They got a line wrapped around it. You're not going nowhere. So what they did was they made how do we how do we speed this up? Cool, you can go to McDonald's now. They will have the kiosk inside of them. Mm-hmm. So now you don't even got to go to the register. You can order it right here. Right, they're taking a page out of the Chick Fil A model. Right, so it still can be a great. And then also, what one of the things that you'll see about McDonald's, they put their restaurants in prime locations. That's right. Real, right. I, mean, I, always, I always told that their main business is real estate. Anyway. It is, yeah. like prime location. Also, let's dig a little deeper with McDonald's. So, again, like these people brilliant. So there's a study that showed that red make you red is something, a color that makes you hungry. So if you look at most of your food chains, most of them are red. They got a red, something red inside of the sign. Psych, psychologically, that engage you to like damn I'm hungry mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so they smart just in branding just start earn, learning what you consume yo right. like mm-hmm. before you even get into that whole master before you try to be Warren Buffett be DJ Envy mm-hmm. be Charlamagne mm-hmm. be Trap like you what you consume every day like like Envy should be investing in Beijing 
<laughs> right? No, seriously. Because he's like, seriously. I don't use Beijing. I don't know. Just for men. Just for men. Just for men has taken off during the pandemic. I'm being honest, though. <laughs> it's, like, it's true. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Beijing. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You know what? You know what's been helpful for me too. Like I was saying earlier, like all these apps, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've been using this app public that I've been using to invest in the stock mm-hmm. market. And you don't have to invest like a full price of the stocks. Mm-hmm. You can invest whatever amount of money that you have. But it's also like a Twitter feed that's on there. So there's all these different people that are only having conversations mm-hmm. about different stocks and what they and they're not telling you what to do, but they're talking about what they did and mm-hmm. why they did it. And then I go off the app and I'm like, okay, let me do my own research. Mm-hmm. And so that's how me and like you said things that i use like i invested in the real real because i know that secondhand luxury item market mm-hmm. isn't going anywhere mm-hmm. i saw there was a new ceo at the company so i look at different things like that but how do you decide when is the best time to buy because the market fluctuates so much when are you like this is a great time to get in so one of the things i love to do is and this is where the patience comes in that right so one of the things I tell people is like you got to understand the value of something before you got to understand the value of the asset before you buy it. Right. Like if you went bought a car, if you bought the car at the sticker price, then you probably getting messed over. Right. If you bought a house at the market price, you probably getting messed over. Retail, mm-hmm. Right. You don't want to do that. So one of the things I help people says what I help people learn is how to actually find the value of what this asset is worth. Right. Like I'm into this game. So think about this. So. For Black Friday, people run to Walmart and all these places because they feel like these liabilities are on sale, right? Well, when the stock market goes on sale, people want to take their money out. That's the perfect time to put money in, mm-hmm. right? Because in the streets, you make more money in a drought. And so I keep the same mentality when I'm investing. So to answer your question, my love, is like I wait till the market go on sale. Like, like re- last year? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be real. On March 23rd, I went crazy. Last mm-hmm. year, I was dumping everything I had in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I people, did April. My financial yeah. advisor, he was like, wait, wait. He was like, all right, now. Because he want to see the bottom. That's he right. want to see when it's going to bottom. Right. Right. For me, I love that. Like, I teach all my people that, yo, like, while it's running up, what we need to be doing is researching businesses. We need to be researching them. We need to be finding out what they work. Because what happens is, it's like expansion, right? You can only expand so much before it has to contract. Right, you can only blow up so much before it has to come back. But when it comes back, that's when we unload. That's when we triple our network, yo. Mm-hmm. It's a game. So, and mm-hmm. one of the things people always say is, "Why don't they teach us this in school?" Right. So, just let's think about this. Right. Wealthy people don't make wealthy people rich. They give wealthy people ideas so that poor people can make them rich, so they can make us better consumers. Mm-hmm. Right, so they can put something in our face to make us mm-hmm. right. So the lion is at the top of the food chain game. The lion will never tell the zebra, the giraffe, or the water buffalo how to get away. If mm-hmm. he did, how would he eat? Mm-hmm. Right? Financial predators, financial preys. You got to now transition to being a financial predator. You know, I know some people are gonna hear you hear the term financial predator and say, "Oh, that sounds so negative." But truth be told, you only got two options. That's it. He's a predator of prey. You're going to eat up be ate. That's it. All right, we got more with the Wall Street Trapper. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Wall Street Trapper. Charlamagne? Mr. Trapper, what was the first amount of money you invested into the stock market, and what stock was it? Um, it's $10,000 I invested in Ford. Probably the worst investment I made in the beginning, because 
I was just going off of everybody got a Mustang. This before I learned the fundamentals, mm-hmm. um, and I realized that it was a bad company. I did that too. I brought you yeah. involved too. Yeah, I thought it was a bad company. Mm-hmm. Where'd um, you get me in? Under Armour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I wanted to. I wanted to do Under Armour because in my head it was Steph Curry was endorsing it, and I, I was like, everything thing. Steph Curry's attached to, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable about at that time. But, it did good. I mean, for, it, could, it did good for a month. It could still, it did it good, could still come back. It did good for a couple months, mm-hmm. and then. So I own a company called Lululemon. Now, when you say you own a company, you invest in a company, you call yourself ownership. No, nah, I'm an owner. Oh, so, 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 I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. When you buy stock in a business, you are part owner. That's right. At that point, like no BS. Well, I own Disney then. Yes, you are. Like oh, I yes. teach my listen. I teach my daughter that. <laughs> yes. No, no, I teach my daughter that. I was like, Stank, you own 250 shares of Disney. She was like, Daddy, I, I own Mickey Mouse. I said, You damn right. Like. You get voting rights. Like they send you emails. Yep. Like, yo, this is what it's called in a proxy statement. Mm-hmm. Yo, this is what we're doing. This is what we, this is where we lost money at. This is how we plan on making money. Oh, and by the way, we declaring a fifty cent dividend. That's to you as an owner of stock. You are now entitled to a portion of the profit that that business makes. What makes you better is the more ownership you have, the more say so you have. Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? As with anything. So I instead of Under Armour, like I bought Lululemon because I felt it was a better business. I bought Lululemon, I but yeah, even, that worked out. That worked out for you. Yeah, but even so, out. like like you do real estate envy. Like what people don't know is like you can get into real estate in the stock market, mm-hmm. right? Through it's yep. called real estate investment trust REITs, right? So just think about this: Walmart, Amazon, they're not in the real McDonald's. They're not in the real estate business, so say, but they can go to somebody and say, "Yo, I need a warehouse made a thousand square by one thousand square feet." The people gonna come to them and say, "Okay, cool. We'll make the we'll build it for you, but you have to sign a lease with us, triple net lease, right?" And that's just simply saying, "I'll provide the building, you pay all the bills." Fifty year lease, right? So now, as an investor, I can say, "I own the company who where Amazon pays rent to. I own the company that Walmart pays rent to. Seven Eleven. I own a company called O Reality, right? They they pay dividends every month. They own Seven Eleven, Walgreens, Planet Fitness." Home Depot, so I own the people they pay rent to. So essentially, you can still get into real estate that way. Yeah, I want you to give some tips on okay the people who just starting, like they're watching right. this interview. Mm-hmm. They don't have ten grand, right? You know what I mean? Right. They got a couple thousand, right? Right. They, they want to get check. into stock. There you go. <laughs> How, what would you give? What would tips would you give that person? So the first thing I would tell them to do is get what's called like again. I'm not a financial advisor, y'all. Like don't hold me to this. But the safest way to get in the game is by getting an ETF, right? Exchange traded fund. And so it moves like a stock, but it gives you a collection of stocks all at one time, right? So let's say you wanted to get it. You like bank stocks. You can get a XLF ETF, and now you own Chase Bank, Citibank, Bank of America. You all them all at once. It's a safe play, right? ETFDB.com, and it'll have a bunch of ETFs on there. Um, it'll break them down for you. You can't be scared to read. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be scared to read. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be real. Like, that's how you leverage the game, by reading. It's going to mitigate the risk. And what I mean by that is going to take some of the risk off. Let's say I wanted to own Apple, but I'm not willing to take the risk. I might wake up in the morning, Apple down 8%. I might be like, yo, I'm about to sell. Right? Well, you may own Apple. With this ETF, you'll own Apple, Amazon, Netflix. You'll own 10 companies. Mm-hmm. So if one company is down, the other eight 
is finding a balance in it. If all eight of them down, it still wouldn't be down as much as the one company would because you found balance. So that's a great way to get in the game. And I want people to understand this too. Just because a stock goes down in price doesn't mean you lose money. Mm -hmm. You only lose money when you sell it when it's down because mm -hmm. you've locked the price, you've locked that loss in, right? So the stock goes down. If you bought more, you've now bought the price in which you bought it at, you bought it down. So if you bought it at $200 and the stock goes down to 150, if you buy more of it at 150, you've now bring it down to about 165. And so now you can make profit at 165 instead of waiting for it to get back to 200, mm -hmm. right? So that, that would be the first thing I would do is say, yo, just start with some ETFs or some index funds, the S&P 500. S&P 500, right. Yeah, so you can buy the VOO or the SPY, great index funds. You own 500 businesses. You can't lose with that. On average, it gives you 8%. Listen, the most important financial decision you'll ever make is how much of your paycheck you're going to get to work for you. What do you think you would be if you didn't go to jail? I tell people that's the most important part of my life. I would never take that 10 years back. Like I did it, you can't, time is our most important asset. But for me, that elevated my, who I am as a man, who I am as a father to another level. Without prison, I, there is no Wall Street trap. 100%. Mm -hmm. I ask that question because like I always say, prisons aren't real correctional facilities. Hell no. But if there was actual teachers there, mm -hmm. instead of the guy that you was, you know, that, mm -hmm. was, that was there doing a bit with you, somebody mm -hmm. that could actually plant seeds in you and say, mm -hmm. yo, Trapper, won't you come yeah. you know, do but this stock exchange thing for real? Like, yeah. go to classes while yeah. you're here. Yeah. You could come out a better human. But we need people like you that. Nah, that I'm really does trying to get can. back in prisons right now. Like, that's something, like, I'm heavy. I was talking to my guy, Andre Norman. I'm like, yo, I need to get back in a trap for mm -hmm. real. Like, I am my brother's keepers in a way. Mm -hmm. Because once I had a knowledge and I don't teach it to him, then I'm at fault, not him. Each one, teach one. You feel me? So All I started right. holding myself accountable for teaching my brother's stuff and so I had to relearn a whole bunch of stuff like my actions my ways mm -hmm. my demeanor me seeing another black man not looking at him like I got something against him but looking at him like what's good king how mm -hmm. you doing mm -hmm. like how can like let me let me defuse it early mm -hmm. that dialogue mm -hmm. it changed so now you're receptive to what I got to say that's why I love your story because it literally just shows all you got to do is pour in the brothers and sisters man like we just because you grew up in a certain environment we're not set in our ways. Right. We just don't know any other way. Learn behavior. That's it. Just learn behavior. But the beauty of it is everybody's doing what they genuinely love, love to doing. Do. Like when, yeah. when I talk about mental health, it's because that's I really I go Fact. to therapy. You know what I'm saying? I gotta take a purpose coach. I, yeah. I'm in the mindfulness. That's what I do. I'm just I'm just sharing my story. Yeah. Like, yo, that opened me up so much, man. Like I suffer with survivor's remorse. Heavy. Mm -hmm. Like just saying, like, I made it out. Like I'll be like, damn, like I be feeling bad sometimes. Like Especially when I you go back home. Yeah, like when I go like I go home, I'll be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Cause my homies see me and it's crazy because like some of them I gotta deal with them from a distance and it's out of respect for what I'm doing and what they doing. And there ain't no love laws. And in my mind I'm always like, How do I get them? Mm -hmm. How do I get them? Like and I suffer with it. But therapy therapy helped me because one of the things the therapist told me was, you don't have to feel being successful. You meant to be successful. Mm -hmm. You don't got to fear going back to the streets. Well, see, Trapper, man, we appreciate you joining us, brother. Man, man appreciate. I want to just tell my bro, man, Mo Duncan, man, I appreciate him too, man, for just plugging those things up. You know, I'm always about again relationships, man. You know, mm -hmm. and so I just appreciate that. Got to shout him out, and just y'all, man, for having me for sure. Well, man. Thank you for joining us, brother. Thank y'all, yes, brother. Sir. Thank y'all. Give man. me information, Instagram. Oh, for sure, man. Wall Street Trapper on Instagram is Wall underscore Street underscore Trapper. 
Um, and on YouTube, it's just Wall Street Trapping, man. Check me out. I drop a lot of information every day, all day on Instagram and YouTube. Um, so just, just holler at me, man. Let's get it. Let's trap. Big trap. <laughs> all right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Wall Street Trapper. Appreciate y'all, man. Dramos Young Ass just said to me that Dave Chappelle was um the nutty professor. No, I did not say that. That's exactly you what he said. You are such a damn guy. Liar, bro. Why would you say that? I didn't say that. All we comedians were, don't look alike. Bro. Exactly. All black comedians we were talking about Donnell Rollins, you know, getting destroyed by I think his name was Alomine on stage and mm-hmm. they were saying it was like when uh Dave Chappelle character roasted uh Professor Clump. Crump. Crump. No, it was Clump. Clump. And oh Dramos goes, Professor Clump was Dave Chappelle. I didn't like, say that. What? I did not say that. All right. Well, let's get this to rumors. Guy. Let's talk Diddy. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Diddy wrote an open letter to corporate America. I just knew this wasn't going to end well. And in the letter, he basically <sighs> talks about ad money distribution. You okay? And it's called, If You Love Us, Pay Us, a letter from Sean Combs to corporate America. He said, No longer can corporate America manipulate our culture into believing incremental progress is acceptable action. He quoted Desmond Tutu, If you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. He said, The same feet these companies use to stand with us in solidarity are the same feet they use to stand on our necks. When confronted by the leaders of several black-owned media companies, General Motors listed my network, Revolt, as an example of the black-owned media it supports. While Revolt does receive advertising revenue from GM, our relationship is not an example of success. Instead, Revolt, just like other black-owned media companies, fight for crumbs, while GM makes billions of dollars every year from the black community. Exposing GM's historical refusal to fairly invest in black-owned media is not an assassination of character. It's exposing the way GM and many other advertisers have always treated us. Yeah, salute to Diddy. Uh, He's right in regards to corporate America and advertisers needing to spend money with black media. But a lot of people would say Diddy needs to practice what he preaches. Oh, Diddy's heart is in the right place, but a lot of times when you make these stands, you have to make sure you are doing what you are asking other folks to do. Yes, white corporations need to pay us. But black corporations need to pay Well, us Jesse Boo posted, Diddy, it starts with us. I was recently approached to host a show for a revolt, and it came without pay. We cannot keep knocking white folks for their disrespect towards minority creators while doing the same thing to each other. I encourage you to be the change that we need. Yes. Let me ask a question. That is a, that is a narrative. But is revolt making a lot of money to be able no. to pay those people? The difference is, is, you know, you have a company like, let's say, GM that's making billions of dollars. Revolt is not, and and Diddy has been clear with me, even with some of the shows that he wanted me to do. That look, I, we just don't have it right now. When we get it, when we get to that point, then I can. But pay that's it out. my but point. Right now, we just don't have it. If you're not making that money, you got to say that you can't bring these creators in and just ask these creators to barter because they're looking at you as Diddy, the nine hundred million dollar man. But that nine hundred million dollars comes from a lot of other, other things. Businesses. That's Correct. not Revolt. Correct. If I'm trying to get you on Revolt and Revolt ain't got no money, you got to say that then. Because yeah, if not, I'm looking at you like you're just another person who's not trying to pay me the same way these white people are not trying to pay me what I'm worth. Yeah, because the first housing show before any other network approached me was Diddy. He reached out to me. It was like, I love what you're doing with the community, teaching people how to do real estate. I want to do the show. And I was like, I right, bet. Let's do it. I was like, what, what we got is a budget. Diddy was like, well. And 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 by the way, he's, he's, he's done that with quite a few creators. Correct. But once again, it's because you're looking at Diddy as the $900 million man, but he's making that money off a lot of other things and not Revolt. Correct. Revolt ain't got no damn money. Let but you got to let these creators know that. Because if not, they're going to be looking at you the same way we look at these white corporations. Pay us, period. 
All right. Now, Nike and Mischief have reached a settlement in the Satan Shoes trademark lands lawsuit. Lord have mercy. Mischief has agreed to a voluntary recall of the shoes, as well as its previously released Jesus Shoes to end the lawsuit. So that's the settlement. They didn't want no smoke. Yes, that they've gotten. Not with Nike. Mm-hmm. Now, where did Satan get you? You know what I'm saying? That would have never happened with Jesus. They did Jesus, too. They stopped they, the Jesus, I, too, right? No. Did they stop the Jesus ones? No. Well, they said they agreed to settle the lawsuit after realizing they already achieved its artistic purpose. Oh, they got their attention. The shoes were individually numbered, Mm -hmm. works of art that will continue to represent the ideals of equality and inclusion. With these Satan shoes, which sold out in less than a minute, Mischief intended to comment on the absurdity of the collaboration culture practiced by some brands and about the perniciousness of intolerance. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is your... Rumor reports. All right. Thank you, Miss She. Charlamagne, what are you giving that donkey to? Man, I need, um, what's the young lady's name? <coughs> excuse me. That's Her name disgusting. is, um, is nasty, I said, man. excuse me. Wait, you could have that in or did it off the mic? You act like I could control it. You can. You, can. you, you know feel you're about to burn. No, you burn. No, no, I've always focused more on my farts. Like, I don't fart in my clothes. Focus I've always more, focused more on your butt. <laughs> I feel like those would slip out more no, than, a, don't, than a burp no, for I don't, you. No, I, get it, I, get I don't it. My it focuses on his butt, not that's the right. mouth. Go ahead. That's very true. <laughs> my focus, it, it is, that's right. My focus <laughs> is on the butt, not the mouth. Selfish. Okay. Selfish? <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking, freaking, freaking brother! <laughs> yes. We need, everybody grow up. Okay? We need Sarah Painter from the New York Post to come to the front of the congregation, but not just her, because she's not the only vulture out here, okay? All you people that were out there posting RIP DMX yesterday, y'all need to come to the front of the congregation, too. We'd like to have a word with you. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. They offer the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Donkey of the Day for Friday, April 9th, uh, goes to Sarah Painter. I think I'm pronouncing her last name right, of the New York Post. And all you folks in a rush uh, to be first to say R.I.P. DMX. Who, who is Sarah Painter, first of all? She's the woman who this week wrote an article in the New York Post titled DMX and the Houses He's Lost During His Rap Career. That article was just as pointless as all you people rushing to post R.I.P. DMX yesterday and don't even know if the man is really dead or not, okay? I want to unpack some things today. Uh, As my therapist would say, let's discuss the term vulture first and foremost. What is that term? Not culture vulture. We say that, uh, we say a culture vulture is someone who adopts something from a different community and and makes it their own. I don't think that's what's happening in this situation with DMX. I just see a bunch of vultures, period. And in order to fully understand that term vulture, you have to know what a vulture is. A vulture is a scavenger that specializes in feeding off the carcasses of dead animals. We've all heard about a scene vultures circling at some point in our lives. And there are a couple of reasons you see, you know, vultures circling. They are either waiting for one of their own to sniff out some food or they're waiting for a larger, perhaps dangerous predator or scavenger on the ground to finish Snacking on what it's snacking on. Moral of the story is uh, they feast off the carcasses of the dead. Now, if I describe a person 
as a vulture, which I'm doing right now in this donkey of the day with Sarah Painter, as well as all you folks on social media in a rush to say RIP about DMX and don't even know what the hell is going on. When I call you a vulture, I'm calling you that because you're a person who is trying to gain something from another person's troubles. I disapprove of you trying to gain gain something from another person's troubles, and that's what's happening to the good brother Earl Simmons right now. If you have not heard... Uh, DMX is not dead. He's still on life support. This is what DMX's manager, Steve Rifkin, said last night. Please stop with posting with these rumors. DMX is still alive. Yes, he is on life support. But please, it's not helping anybody by having seen these false rumors. Let the family relax for a night. You will be hearing a statement from the family sometime tomorrow. I really, truly don't understand people's desire or need to rush to post these things. What's the point? I'm really wondering if social media gives out some perks that I don't know about if you're first with this kind of news. And I know we say I would rather be right than first. No, I don't even care to be right in this situation or first, okay? In fact, if the news is DMX is dead, I want to be wrong. Right. I don't want that to be true, okay? But the way y'all rush to post it, it's like y'all want that to be true. In this case, it's not about being right or first. It's about having the coof to let the family grieve, mourn, and release this news on their own time. Do you understand Earl Simmons is a real human? A father, you know, son, a friend, an uncle, cousin. He has real family, real loved ones who I'm sure are calling and checking every hour on the hour, getting updates. These people want to know what's going on if they don't already. And they don't want to get that news from social media, from a bunch of people who care more about themselves than they do DMX or his family. Now, Sarah Painter, she posted the story about DMX and the houses he's lost during his rap career. Sarah, I would love to know why you felt the need to do this story right now. Okay, you say in the article that DMX was complicated. Yes, all of us are. All humans are complicated. And you say he had an unstable life. And you talk about his debt and him undergoing multiple foreclosures and forced sales and investment losses in his real estate portfolio. And then you go on the list, all his real estate history, and call it a tragedy. No, Sarah, the tragedy is this article. Because it serves no point or purpose at a time like this. Why, when this man is in the hospital on life support, did you feel the need to discuss his foreclosures? I'm really sitting here trying to understand why vultures do what they do, but we know why. Because vultures have to eat. This isn't even a black or white thing. It's just a vulture thing. If you got mad at Sarah this week in the New York Post for exploiting DMX's current condition, but you rushed to social media yesterday to say RIP and talk about, you know, X's organs failing, you are no better than Sarah in the New York Post. Now, I understand some of y'all just following the pack and didn't know any better. I mean, hell, if you saw all these people posting RIP, you just assume it's true. But you know you can make an ass out of yourself by assuming, right? But somebody... Had to start this R.I.P.X. thing. I don't know who started it, but I know whoever did needs to be ashamed of themselves. And all of you vultures, in the words of the good brother N.O.R.E., need to relax. Okay, you're literally circling around DMX's body, waiting to feast off his pain, waiting to eat off his trauma. Y'all can't wait. You're chomping at the bit. You got your think pieces ready to fly about his troubles, his trauma. You got your pictures with him ready to post if he passes. You can't wait to say R.I.P. first, even if it's not true. Because even if it's not true, you win. Because you get what you want, which is attention. You get retweets, you get likes, you get reposts on different IG pages like Shade Room and Hollywood Unlocked. People like Sarah, you know, their stories go viral, okay? And I just have to sit back and ask, when did we get here? Was it always like this and social media just magnified it? I don't know. But I also don't think we can return to normal. There is no putting the toothpaste back into YouTube, people. And sadly, we live in an era where people respect their own algorithms 
instead of someone else's life. Nothing should be happening in the media right now in regards to DMX except prayer. That's it. Candlelight vigils, positivity, love and light, healing energy. That's the only thing we should be sending DMX right now. That's the only thing we should be sending DMX's family right now. The only thing we should be doing right now is praying for X the way he would pray for us. Matter of fact, bow your heads. Bow your heads and let Deacon Earl lead us in a prayer. Father God, we thank you for this gathering of souls. See that when two or more gather in your name, that you are present, so we thank you for your presence. We ask that your grace and blessings are upon us. This day, we pray that any obstacle the devil plans to place in our path be removed in the name of Jesus. We pray that you have your will, have your way in our lives, Father, for we didn't make us so we couldn't possibly know what to do with us. We thank you for the things that most people take for granted, Father. The air we have to breathe, the, 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 the food we have to eat, the, the clothes we have to wear, the cars we have to drive, the money we spend, the lives we touch, and the lives that have touched our own. We ask that we're able to be a blessing to others as well as ourselves. We ask to be reminded of the power in the spoken word, Father, because we can defeat the enemy with the spoken word. All we have to do is remember to say it, remember to use it. The word says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The word doesn't say that the weapon won't be formed. The word doesn't say that the intention of the weapon maker won't be to harm you. The word doesn't say that they won't attempt to use it. The word says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So no matter what they think, no matter what they make, no matter what they try, by the power of the word, we are covered. We humble ourselves before you. We praise your name and give you the glory. We praise your name and give you the glory. We praise your name and give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Uh, words are powerful. Watch how you use them. And to all you fools from Sarah Painter, uh, the folks who are in a rush to post bad news about DMX, I have one thing to say to you. Seek respect, not attention. Please let Remy Ma give all these individuals the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. you dumb. I, I honestly didn't understand that story. I, I, I honestly, it, it didn't make any sense. Why? why? Like, why? Like, what, what? Did you didn't wake up and was like, hey, this is a good idea? It, it just uh, all right all right well thank you for that donkey today so where do we go from here guys what do we want to do we were throwing up a, a lot of things against the wall seeing what was sticking all right well let's do it it is friday it's friday so you know what that means it's, it's freaky, freaky, freaky 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 friday, friday. now i bought up dramos actually came up with this uh topic. i was gonna say i don't know what y'all talking now, let, about today <laughs> let's let's give him some context you know um i was talking uh during the last break and i accidentally burped Mm -hmm. uh, Envy and Angelique got mad at me. I said, excuse me. Um, I am able to control what comes out of my butt more than my mouth because I don't fart in my clothes. So that's just something I've been really practicing for years. Sounds you know what I'm saying? Wild. I guess it's like butt kegels or whatever you would call them, but I'm really hmm. good at that. All and, the time that you had a loose booty. And so Envy said <laughs> that I'm focused on my butt and not my mouth. Correct. This is the Matter of fact, just play what it. Just play it, play it, play it. <coughs> excuse Ooh. me. That's Her name disgusting. is um. Nasty, I said man. excuse me. Like, and I held that in or did it off the mic? I, you act like I could control it. You can. Yeah, you feel about that to burn. No, no, no. I've always focused more on my farts. Like I don't fart in my clothes. Focus I've always more, focus more on your butt. <laughs> I feel like those would slip out more. No, than they a, don't. Than a no, because I don't. You. No, I don't fart in my clothes. Focus is on his butt, not his mouth. Go ahead. That's very true. My focus. Yeah, this. That's right. My focus is on the butt, not the mouth. Selfish. Okay. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> now, in honor of Dramos calling me selfish, because mm -hmm. I'm focused on the butt, not the mouth, mm -hmm. Envy came up with this topic. Yeah, this is, so, this is a really odd topic. Envy, tell them what you said. No, so the topic is, it's what? Friday. It's Freaky Freaky Friday. We're grown. What hole are you focusing what on? What hole are you focusing on this yeah. weekend? Yeah. I think that's a great topic. All right. Let's go. 585-1051. We want to know what hole are you focusing on 
This weekend. That's right. I'm hey, it's Freaky 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 Friday! <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. The Breakfast Club. You DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky Freaky Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. Now this topic just came out organically. Whoa, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with that. We were just talking. Charlamagne burped on air. Play the play the clip. Play the clip. Excuse me. Her name is um. I said excuse me. And I held that in. I did it off the mic. You act like I could control it. You can. You feel about to burp? No, no, no. I've always focus more on my farts like I don't fart in my clothes focus, I've always, more, focus more on your butt <laughs> I feel like <laughs> those would slip out more no, than, than a burp no, for I don't, you no, I, I, I don't it. fart in my he clothes focus is on his butt not that's his right. mouth go ahead that's very on. true my focus it, it is that's right my focus <laughs> is on the butt not the mouth selfish okay selfish <laughs> in honor of Dramos you know saying that it's selfish that I focus on my butt uh, more than the mouth Envy decided to come up with this question which hole do you focus on? Uh, for the weekend, all right? It is Freaky Freaky Friday, all right? We're grown, we're sexy. We could focus on whatever hole we want. So let's start in the room. Can I say Angela you without going to Human Resources? No. <laughs> this was not my idea. <laughs> so what's the... I don't even understand what this is. What hole are you me. focusing on? Throw it to me. Throw all it right. to me. <laughs> yeah, throw it to him. Dramos, what hole are you focusing on? We know what hole you focus on, Dramos. What, what, you know, what hole are you focusing on, Dram? What in the mouth? Uh... I don't know how to answer this. You, I'll let you lead the way. You, <laughs> I, lead, I don't want to give myself You lead the way. We'll follow behind you. Why are you sucking your throat? Well, well, he just gave us his answer. Well. <laughs> 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 Listen, I'm not a butt guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't. I, 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 I'm, that. I'm, I'm not. That, that's not my thing. I've never, I've never even done that. You've never done that. No, I've never done it to no, no, he, an individual it to and never oh, had it done to me. Well, no, I mean, I've, you know, I have had the wife put fingers back there, but that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> but I, that's not my thing. So I'm definitely about the mouth. The mouth? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Myself, uh, the vagina, that hole. That wasn't, that, that's, not, that's not in the equation. What do you mean that's not in the equation? We're only discussing two holes here. What? We were discussing butt hole. and mouth, guys. I thought we just said what holes, all the holes. No, 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 no. I burped. <laughs> the mouth. Okay. And I said I, I don't fart in my clothes. All right. So I do butt kegels to focus on my butt. So we're focused on two holes here, sir. I go in the mouth. Why are you looking at me like that? Whoa. You sound like a cellmate. I go in the mouth. I go in the mouth. Hello? Hello? This is Tony out It's what? Tony out of Louisville. Hey, Tony. What's going on, man? How are you, sir? What hole are you focusing on this weekend, brother? Uh, trying to do bowling ball. What the hell is bowling that? Ball. He took his fingers in all the holes. It's three holes. Bowling ball action. We only talking Wait, about two holes though. Can you do? You got to do. One got to go in the belly button, then, right? I don't think the belly button is not a hole, you fool. I mean, but that's the closest. Some people's you get. eye. Mouth, mouth, vagina, and anus. Oh, okay. Uh oh. All right. You got long fingers. <laughs> you got long <laughs> <ball action. laughs> All right, all right. All Double right, jointed. Kiki. Hello, who's this? Yeah, you know the vibes is mellow. What's the vibe, y'all? Mellow, oh, what's up? Mello. The vibes is button I met mouth Mello's mellow. lady now. Let's be respectful. <laughs> oh, full fact. Nah, we, 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 we can't we act this weekend. We can't ass. Oh, okay. Okay. Back what? to the hole. All right. Is that what getting <laughs> active means? I guess that's active. Getting okay, active. well, you know what? We can't act We can't ass. Like, it's, it's, it's fun for him. Mellow, you just made me rethink what I said earlier. I don't do butt stuff, but I definitely toss salads. So, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what we talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hello, who's this? 
You prefer Sir? Asian lover Joe Barden from Denver, Colorado. Hey, what's up, brother? <laughs> what hole are you inquiring about this weekend? Oh, Envy, I'm, I'm trying to inquire about any hole I could get into, handsome. Okay, Envy, yes. No, 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 no. You out here looking all cute in your wow. salmon, Envy. Okay. I told you they be on you. I told you Why the kids be that? on you, Envy. It slipped. It slipped. That Let is, me tell you, you, yeah, you, you so whack for that. Mm-hmm. It slipped. It slipped. You man. so whack for that. Take the flip. The, take, man, take the compliments the way Envy did it. Take the compliments. No, you didn't. Uh, 800-585-1051. How you going to be the dookie? Freaky, freaky How you going to be the dookie on Bridgerton? <laughs> <laughs> we're asking, what home are you effing with this weekend? Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. We are the Breakfast Club. Our producer comes in. It's like there's a lot of guys on the on the phone lines that want their butts to be played with this weekend. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he, said, he said it's so professional. There's a couple of guys on the phone lines that want their butts played with this weekend. Well, if you don't know, let's let's do it the right way. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And this question came from this break right here. Play the break. Whoa. Excuse me. That's Her name disgusting. is um. Nasty, I said, man. excuse me. Wait, and I held that in. I did it off the mic. Ah, you act like I could control it. You can. You, can. you, you know you're about to burn. No, no, no. I've always focused more on my farts. Like I don't fart in my clothes. Focus I've always more, focus more on your butt. <laughs> I feel like those will slip out more no, than, they a, don't, than a bird no, for I don't, you. No, I, I, I don't fart in my clothes. Focus is on his butt, not that's his right. mouth. Go ahead. That's very on. true. My focus, yeah, it is. That's right. My focus <laughs> is on the butt, not the mouth. Selfish. Okay. Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to thank Dramos, you know what I'm saying? Because Dramos said I was selfish. He said I was selfish for focusing <laughs> on the butt, not the mouth. So it made Envy, you know, come up with this question. And, <laughs> and the question is, what's the question, Envy? The question is, what hole are you focusing on this weekend? That's right. right. It's the weekend time, so let's go to line four. Hello, who's this? Mr. Butthole Bandit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, 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 I guess, yes. yes. Breakfast hey, Club, let's go. Hey, the Butthole Bandit from the 757. Let's go. <laughs> what is happening? So we don't even got to ask you what hole we you focusing on. Hey, the butthole, baby. All right, all right. Thank you, bro. Have a good day. Hello, who's this? That's who you hang up on. Hey, Shantae. Hey, Shantae. What uh, what hole are you focusing on this weekend? This is inappropriate. (laughs) That door. Oh, wow. I like this. A lot of people that like to see the brown eye. You might should try it. Interesting. Well, let me ask you a question. When you say focus, uh, don't be too graphic, but what do you mean by focus? You gotta make sure everything clean down there. But I mean, what do you want? What do you want done back there? You want penetration of mouth? There you go. You guys, she's um, a, a little bit of both, but okay. penetration. Okay, 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 okay. We see you. We see yeah, you. I got, I got every, I got everything laid out. I got the plug. I got the for the beginners. I got all this. You got your plug ready? How big is your plug? It's not that big. It's not that big. Okay. How long? How long yeah. you leave it in before you get going? Goodness gracious! Now he's all into it. <laughs> Have you ever tried to plug on a guy? No, 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 no. I, I think I'll get choked out of Yeah, a lot of guys like to run off on the plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. A lot Enjoy of plug talk. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Uh, Khalil. Khalil, what's up, man? What, what, what hole are you focusing on this weekend, brother? 
Man, I'm focused on the hole in my pocket, man. Make sure uh-huh. I don't never fall through again. No, you broke. Hey, man. Oh, some wise young Damn, ladies Anthony, from Miami. That was nice. Hey, hey some wise Gosh. young ladies. Some wise young ladies from Miami <laughs> told me one time, broke niggas don't deserve no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't worry oh, about none man. of the holes. Why are y'all going in on this nah, man? Nah, nah, real, it's the city girls. JT and Young bro, Miami said that. Avino, Avino, Avino is your friend this weekend, brother. All right, man. Got you, bro. Hey, give me your your cash app, King. Boy, you sound depressed. No, I'm serious. Give me your... What's your cash app, bro? Give me your cash app right now. It's early in the morning, man. That's why I'm depressed. Give me your cash app. Oh, man. It's a Bob dealer. It's what? I-S-S-A Bob dealer. Man, what is he saying? I-S-S-A-V-I-B-E-D-E-A-L-E-R? Yes, sir. He's trying to throw you some change. I'm trying to send you some money, but you're acting like you don't want it. He doesn't want it. Well, you tried. Thank you, brother. Let's go to the last caller. Hello, who's this? It's Aubrey. Hey, Aubrey. Good morning. Good morning to you guys. How are you? We're good, man. It's the weekend. Friday's here. We just we just asking, what hole are you uh, you, uh, focusing on this weekend? I'm focusing on a booty hole this weekend. It is so much booty hole. It's just the Buddha hole is the horror, as Mandy and Weezy say from Harbor Decisions. That's what the weekend is for. Wow. I didn't know that's what the weekend was for. I didn't know it was so many brown-eyed bandits out here. Now, when you say focus on it, what do you mean? You want penetration or you want salads tossed? What you want? How oh. do you have one without the other? Yo, this is wow. a freaky world. I, I feel it. you, Aubrey. I love it. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank you, you have Aubrey. a good time and enjoy Thank yourself. You. Have a good day. All right. She said, because I know I am. <laughs> so, Dramos, let's go back to you last time. Uh, Dramos, now you finally, now, now that you have a village, you yeah. know it's a village of booty hole, brown eye bandits out there. Yeah. I'm one of them, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? I <laughs> mean, all, focus all this booty hole talk, I mean, I might have to call my girl and see, you know, explore that. Your little butthole on your you beard? Explore that? Yeah, explore the realm. Right, a lot of people well, excited about it. I want to see all the fusses about it. Well, listen, just make sure you let us know how it goes. That's right. Hold your breath when she inserts, so you be good. Shut up, man. She got to Evie, you know Evie knows. Shut up. <laughs> and let me tell y'all something. For everybody out there listening, if you ever wonder why the Breakfast Club is number one, it's not because of this. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? Is there a moral to the story? No. Well, enjoy your weekend in whatever hole you decide to dive into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we are talking about Dr. Dre's alleged mistresses. Guess what? They will be testifying. Wow. We want to go down that dark hole, but all right. We'll get into that next. Is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Peace. Power 105.1 on The Breakfast Club. Oh, hey, I lied during the Freaky Friday segment about um, the segment we just did about oh, which yeah. mouth so you're now, focused on. No, 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 because you asked me what's the moral of the story, and I said there was none. That's a lie. I'm wearing it on, I'm wearing it on my shirt. You see? What's it say? Zoom in. Zoom in, in. Enter here. No, it says black excellence, no kink shaming. Okay? Do what you want. It's your body, your bedroom. Just be safe. Salute to my partners, uh, Mandy and Wheezy. Horrible Decisions Podcast. It's their, it's their merch. Look, that's dope. On the, back yes. of, on the back of it, says enter here. No, it doesn't. Now, let's get to the rules. Let's talk Dr. No, Dre. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So, three of Dr. Dre's alleged mistresses have been ordered to testify Whoa. in his divorce case. Now, the three women are Jillian Spear, Kelly Anderson, and Crystal Rogers, a.k.a. Crystal Sierra. They haven't wanted to do that, but uh, Dr. Dre's estranged wife, Nicole, won a round in court when it was ruled that they can actually be uh, deposed. So, 
We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if Dr. Dre really had mistresses because black men don't cheat. But I know one thing: hmm? boy, there's no need to have a goddamn mistress in 2021. Our side chick are nothing. Okay. Because they got platforms. <laughs> All right. Why are they in court testifying about what? Well, look, a lawyer for the women actually had filed a motion to try to, to, try to quash these subpoenas and said that none of them has information irrelevant to the enforceability of the prenup. Yeah. But according to a ruling, they said each of them may have information relevant to the issue of temporary support and fees, as well as the validity and forcibility of the alleged premarital agreement. So the de- their depositions may be taken and then narrowly tailored to those discrete subject matters. Do, do, do they know it takes two to cheat? I don't know if Dr. Dre was cheating, but it does take two to cheat. Like, you're no better than the person you're cheating with, well, not, lady. Not only that. I mean, what, if they go on the stand and be like, no, I did not cheat with Dr. Dre. I, we were friends. We just went out to eat and that's it. If there's I, Evidence. I did not. What evidence? That I don't know. Missing. She might have some time. I don't if mean. No I don't know. Of the in the there is no evidence. Correct. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. Hmm? That's how men fall in love with their side chicks right there. When they hold it down like that, you take the stand and say that's not true. I but, I don't know this but, man. But I do want to say nothing. that I don't. If a woman is a side piece, right, mm-hmm. and a man has is cheating and has taken vows mm-hmm. and they has both a wife. Wrong. Yes, they're both wrong, but I feel like the man is wronger. No. Because they're both wrong. No. Because look, first of all, it's totally wrong, but you never They're equally wrong. I would I would be more mad at my husband than the side chick. Listen, he's more wrong. My homegirl. He has a he has a responsibility to me. Yep. That's true. But my homegirl Ashley from the We Talk Back podcast, she always says she beats side chicks up because she says that women should know better. Because you a woman, why would you would you want somebody doing that to your husband? No, that is true so too. They, but like you said, you made that commitment to the your husband wife. is is the husband is wronger to the wife. But as far as the infidelity is concerned, they both equally wrong. No, they're both wrong. But I think the husband is is wronger a word. Wronger no, I just to the made wife. that word up because it made sense. The husband here. is wronger to the wife. But as far as just the infidelity, they I both think, equally and wrong. And you know, some guys lie about being married or in oh, women. Oh, that's different. That's and true. people don't know. And the next thing you know, you decide, chick, and had no idea the person was married. But if I tell you I'm married, guess what that makes you? An accomplice. And accomplices get time, too. Yeah. Okay. But not as much, right? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. All right. No, not as much. Now, The Rock, uh, if he runs for president, he's being supported by 40 46% of U.S. adults, according to recent polls. Y'all dumb. <laughs> y'all just... Just that I put that out there. Y'all just stupid. And you know, today's Friday, so new music is out today. Who we got? All right. Miguel, he returns with a new four-song EP, Art Dealer Chic 4. So, you know, he put parts one through three, volumes uh, one through three online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, for streaming services. So that's out today. That's right. Kid Inc. has a new album called Alive. It's been a while since Kid Inc. has put out new music. I have not heard that name in a while. And Alive is probably the right name for him because I did not know he was still here. Oh, stop it. Musically. Oh, sorry. I got to pay, pay for parking. my parking. Got to set that alarm. Also, um, Gwen Stefani featuring Saweetie, that slow clap remix is out. Kids are gonna love this song. Clap, 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 clap. Drop on the clues bombs for Sweetie, snapping on that record. Okay. That'd be a good song about the STD. Fought on Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Why? Gwen Stefani part garbage. You only heard ten, four seconds. We mostly of the song. play Sweetie's part. 
And all she said was clap, 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 clap. I didn't like the way she said clap. She could have been a little stronger. And listen, and and before we finish this, because there's a lot more new music that I wanted to talk about, but one thing that our producer, Dan, was very adamant about is he wanted us to know that Logic is out of retirement. Biggest Logic fan I know. Yes, Tired in Malibu. He posted a song. Throw back like a flux capacitor, shape shift like an anamorph. You coming up short like a dwarf. And my shit never the same. My fire inevitable, yeah, this shit never deflame. Oh, the rap game got you in the headlock, best tap main. Super duper looper type flow, and I'm the gap main. Back in the day, Big Lambo gave me my rap name. Logic just he retired. He said retired for yesterday. a minute, but I guess I'm back, man. He just retired yesterday. That's why nobody takes rappers serious when they say they're gonna retire. Well, there's a lot of people that do that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just silly. I'm here for Miguel though. <laughs> Miguel, I can't wait to hear Miguel. Miguel got a song on his album called Triangle Love. Listen, make sure y'all listen to the Miguel Lip Service episode that's up now to really find. I was excited uh, to have him on the show. That was one of my dream lip service guests, and it came true. Mm. All right, that is your rumor report. All right, now shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Maybe. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. And today, man, it's all about DMX. Let me know your favorite DMX Woo-hoo. joint. Let's get it on. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to say thank you to everybody again. Uh, the amount of support that we received for, for the car show that we're doing July 3rd has been amazing. I just want to say thank you, guys. Um, when I first started to, to do this car show, the reason it, it means so much is when I first tried to do the car show, everybody else was like, it's a whack idea, it's horrible, nobody would come. Who said that? A lot of people, especially in this building. And um, the fact that we've been doing it for three years straight and we've been getting you know 10,000 people in there and people have been having a great time and, and celebrities have been involved and everybody's been involved. I bring my family, you can bring your kids. I just want to say thank you, you guys. Uh, Atlanta, July 3rd is the next car show. Uh, drive your dreams. Let me shout out to Lincoln Tech for always coming aboard and sponsoring. And um, all you other car dealerships and everything, come aboard. Come sponsor. Come come bring your cars in. We have a great time. And it's it's just one of those shows, man. I just want to say thank you, everybody, for supporting. And I'll see you guys July 3rd. Okay. And I, can I shout out to our boy, Donnell Rawlings? He actually has a, a drive-in a drive-in show. Is that what they call the drive-in when you have the shows where you can actually yep. go to drive-in the drive-in comedy show? Yes, he has a drive-in comedy show this weekend in the uh, DMV area. So I'm trying to find it on his page, but I don't see it posted. But I am actually going to go check it out. If Charlemagne and I drive down there, will you think he let us in? <laughs> Absolutely, he'll be happy to see you. I don't want to see him. No. No. Why not? Because. I, I don't know. I just don't want to see him. <laughs> salute, salute to Donnell, though. Donnell got to stop being so sensitive. You know what I'm saying? I keep, I tell him that all the time, and I'm glad that I thought people, you're supposed to feel your feels. Yes, you should feel your feels, but you're a comedian. If you can dish a joke but can't take one, you really a sucker. And I'm glad that this week uh, that has been the conversation because this is the universe trying to tell Donnell something. You're too old for that, bro. You got the guy on stage, Aloe Mean, came at you. You couldn't handle it. And when that woman, uh, Gina, got on your page and Gina said Singing to you, Gina. Gina said, you're too sensitive, Donnell. You can dish it, you can't take it. You've been coming at DJ Envy and Charlamagne for years. As soon as they say one little thing about you, you crying. That's God talking to you. That's God talking to you, Donnell. You better listen. Singing Gina's always on his um, live. She's hilarious. Yeah, they, he has it on like every day. She's hilarious. She's probably so, won't be on there today. <laughs> but so, so that's somebody that cares about you, Donnell. She was telling you the truth. Yeah, and you know, let's continue to pray for Ashy. You know, hash- pray for Ashy, man. Hashtag pray for Ashy. We just want everybody to go in his uh, 
comments and uh, just put just put hashtag pray for Assy with some prayer hands. That's all. And shout out to everybody in Atlanta. I'm gonna be in Atlanta this weekend. Um, Saturday, I'm gonna be at BQE. That's my favorite brunch spot in Atlanta. The food is amazing. So join me at BQE. Shout out to Daryl. And then uh, Saturday night, I'm gonna be at Revel in Atlanta. Shout out to Tori, DJ Mono, Louis V. What it is? I'll see y'all guys on Saturday as we prepare for the car. What shop. is Mono short for? Mono, that's his, his name, Mono. His name is just Mono? His DJ name is DJ Mono. His but real what's name his... is Renan. Renan is his But why name. Mono? I don't know. Not like Mono. Ma- oh, Mono's a disease. I don't think he wants to be called Mono. Okay. I don't know why but it's Mono. But Mono is the same. It's spelled the same way. That's what I'm saying. It could be pronounced Mono. Maybe you're saying it wrong. Um, you're right. So, shout out to DJ Mono. Uh, <laughs> I'll be DJ with him tonight. I'll stay far away from him just in case. All right? <laughs> now, when we come back, positive notice Smash the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. First, I want to tell everybody to go pre-order Tamika Mallory's book, State of Emergency, okay? My man Andrew Schultz says I've been promoting this book for six years. That's not true. I've only been promoting it for six months, but it'll be out next month, May 11th. But you can pre-order wherever you buy books now, Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. And the positive note is simply this. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?